now playing. Why so serious? What is the matrix? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, what's in the box? You like scary movies. What does Marcellus Wallace look like? You talking to me? You talking to me? Movie reviews in 20 cues. In 2016, three friends got together and they went and saw a film. A film that was a reboot of a property from the 1980s that, over three decades later, did not really need rebooting. That film was the 2016 Ghostbusters. Those three friends then sat around an iPhone and recorded their conversation about the film. Rather than having a natural conversation about it, they decided to talk about it by asking 20 questions about that film. Now... Two years later, they have decided to use the exact same questions from that night and apply them to a film that was a reboot of a property from the 1980s that over three decades later did not really need rebooting. (laughs) This time, it's The Predator. Please welcome back for the podcast about a reboot that is rebooting a podcast about a reboot, Mr. Sam Hurley. Hello, yes, it's me. I'm uh, I'm happy to be back. Stacey Hurley. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Hi, I'm really un- unexcited to be here. <laughs> and making his triumphant return, it's Spanky. Hey everyone, I'm going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hello everyone. Yep, it's the OG, it's the three originals. We are back together to do The Predator. And looking at all of our faces, we don't look too happy about doing this. But hey, we're here. How are you guys doing? Stacey, how are you? I'm great, as always. Happy to be here. (laughs) I don't believe you. What about you, Spanky? How are you doing? Oh, well, you know, who wouldn't want to be here rebooting a reboot? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you look about as excited as I expected. So anyway, guys, yep, we're doing The Predator. Uh, As usual, if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we ask 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. But as you'll hear from our announcer, that's no relation to myself, we're going to go back and we're going to use the questions that we first used when we did our very first podcast together back in 2016. So we're using the Ghostbusters questions. But as usual, what we're going to do is we're going to give a brief rundown on the movie The Predator if you're not planning on going to see it and you don't mind us spoiling it. So Stacey, why don't you hit us with the plot of this film? And good luck to you. From the outer reaches of space to the small town streets of suburbia, the hunt comes home. The universe's most lethal hunters are stronger, smarter and deadlier than ever before, having genetically upgraded themselves with DNA from other species. When a boy accidentally triggers their return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and an evolutionary biologist can prevent the end of the human race. It's fake news. It's fake news. There's only about half of this is correct. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's just oh, totally ridiculous. Man. This has easily been written by someone who this has is, not seen the film. This is not. It's not the plot. It's, it's <laughs> like a promotional material. It's like, hey, guys, get that uh, paragraph we used for that other action movie and we'll just rearrange some things and just put that out and hopefully it matches up. Yeah, no, somebody's, or that, they've just seen the trailer and they've gone, yeah, that's the plot. Anywho. <laughs> right, that's enough Before of that. Before take a massive steaming dump on this supposed film, let's, uh, let's have a look at the reviews here. 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Spanky, what do you give the film The Predator as a score out of 10,000 unnecessary reboots? 5,012. What about you, Stace? Rotten Tomatoes have got this bang on. 3,500. Interesting. 
I kind of expected you to have a very low score. Considering halfway through the film, you elbowed me and said, I need to go to the toilet. I need a break from this film. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to stay out longer, but then I thought, oh, no. Oh, no. It must be just about finished. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm going to say is it was better than expected for me because I saw the reviews and was like, oh, this is going to be a fucking dumpster fire. And it was a dumpster fire, but it wasn't a full-blown dumpster fire. It's just that last act dragged for fucking longer than I expected. And so that's why I'm going to give this 5,112. The same as me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember what you've given it. Exactly the same. Really? Yeah, yeah. Fist bump. Fist Yay, bump. Hey, boom. boom. <laughs> I legitimately forgot. I must have got in there in the subconscious. But yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, as I said, what we're going to do is we're going to do the 20 questions from the Ghostbusters podcast. But before we've got to do that, we've got our Patreon question. Mr. Phil Joinson, the most amazing man in the world, in the movie reviews in 20Q's world anyway he very kindly donates $5 a month to get his own personal question thrown in the standard questions that we ask of every film this time around because we're not going to insert it into our standard questions from 1 to 20 we're actually going to just chuck it up there first and try and see if we can smash this out of the park so Phil's question is what item in this film would you definitely want or not want to be I want to be the helmet the the predator helmet that the kid wears that just automatically shoots stuff that tries to threaten it that's really cool. Stacey also automatically shoots things that try to freshen her. So, <laughs> yeah. So you felt Great a bit of a kinship with this. Think, think alike. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Speggy? I wouldn't want to be the white tranquilizer gun, mostly because it was ineffective and generally quite useless. And But it got lugged around a bit. So generally, I just don't want to be something that's ineffective and useless. I don't want to be that hand grenade. I don't want to be getting jammed inside a fucking alien dog's mouths. That doesn't look too fun. True. I f- totally forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, we watched the movie all of one hour ago. <laughs> Sweet. So cheers for that question, Phil. Always a pleasure to answer that one. Now, as for the Ghostbuster questions, well, we were going to do 19 of them. Our 20th question is a listening question that we put out there to our listeners to answer, so we'll go through their answers at the end. But before that, yep, the 19 questions from the original Ghostbusters. Now, interestingly, all of these can be applied to any film. So I think we were a little ahead of our time there and not actually using specific questions. But here's a here's a mainstay that's popped up in all of our, nearly all of our podcasts, is which character just clearly needs to get laid. I'm I'm pretty sure that the whole cast is severely undersexed. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I couldn't agree more, Spanky. They're all slightly crazy. Like you say, who leaves their beautiful wife at home and never goes back? And none of them even have any hope, look oh, like they have so any hope of, anyway, sorry. of, any, of <laughs> anything. Even the creepy guy. Look, I, I agree with you guys. I reckon most of the cast needs to get laid. But for me personally, Alfie Allen, he, he's in this film. People know him as Reek from Game of Thrones where he gets shit handed to him. And in this film, he has uh, all the fuck all to do, then gets killed pretty quickly. I sort of feel sorry for him. I, I'm petitioning for Alfie Allen to actually get laid, both in films and in real life. oh that's a nice shout out bit of bromance going on there (laughs) so what we used to do on this podcast is we used to take turns asking three personal questions it's not like our standard approach now where we do 10 all play questions and ask three personal we actually take two turns to ask three personal questions so i apparently let us off when we did the ghostbusters podcast and uh yeah 
First question that I asked during that podcast is, which character would you guys most want to fight? Always had a thing for Jake Boosie's character. Well, not his character in this, but his character in Back to the Future. Nice. What? Isn't he? <laughs> he is. He is. He's not Biff. Are you sure? Go yeah. Show me the picture, though, so that at least I can feel vindicated-ish. <laughs> I'd like to fight them all. <laughs> Mostly because they're all air stealers. There's a bit of a theme going here, Spanky. You think they all need to get laid? You want to fight them all? <laughs> is it because they're so bland, nothing actually stands out from the pack? Dear or? listeners, if you've ever been to a party at Spanky, Spanky does try to lay and fight everything there. So yeah, this is pretty, pretty. I feel pretty like part for the course. I feel like it's like two o'clock at the nightclub, but I'm like grasping at straws. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to fight the main guy, the main sniper dude, because he's just so fucking annoying. I don't like that actor based on watching him in Narcos is a bloody useless character the whole entire way through, and I just cannot get past it. So true. He just was the wrong kind of hero for me in this movie. So true. Moves me on to my next question. What do you guys think of the casting? Well, we're on a good Um, run here. Um... I Should we think- skip to the next one? <laughs> no, I feel like there needs to be comments. Not that I'm against like no-name actors, but they none of them showed anything. Even Alfie Allen was underutilized to the point where there was just nothing. The best acting out of it all was from like a twelve-year-old kid or something <laughs> he's like, like that. Seven or eight. To be honest the kid with out you, of room. He's awesome. To eh? be honest yeah, with he, you, he, he was the about the the best. He stole the scenes that he was in, and I'm like, it's the like acting's no terrible. Him he was in a shit film, eh? The acting so he, was terrible. He was giving Shakespearean level acting in a Senor Spielbergo <laughs> film. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I, I also thought that Thomas Jane sort of brought it, but what about you, Stace? I agree. It was just bland, bland, bland all the way through. I also thought Stealing Kate Brown was quite good. Traeger the black guy who was the villain. I actually did quite like him as a character now that you bring that up. Okay, so my final question. What was the most undeveloped character? Well, I've already established that I didn't like any of the actual characters, so I'm going (laughs) to go with a CGI character. Now, they had alien predator dogs. Spoiler alert. I just thought they could have done heaps more with the alien predator dog than Fetch. The most bizarre scene being when they were sent to hunt down the technology... They corner them in a park, and rather than attacking the guys, they stand there and let them shoot at them for about 10, 15 minutes. They yes. just stood there. They didn't do anything. The dogs, they didn't attack them. They didn't do anything. They, they were just... hiding under the seats. I agree. That was very bizarre because, interestingly, in that scene, a real or an actual dog comes to kind of help um, yes. the kid. And then what? Ha- he just disappears. I don't... When the other CGI dogs came along. Yeah, and then not to mention Sorry, that, when pro- they go to drive away... That dog then shows up again running towards the truck. Oh and they don't God. even let that poor little fella in. They just drive off and leave him there. No, it just made no sense. So are you saying that the most underdeveloped dog was the actual <laughs> human dog? Sorry, underdeveloped Thank character. You. I'm sorry. I think that's what you're saying. I think we're saying that the most <laughs> characters with most potential were the dogs. Yes, yes. (laughs) That's exactly Exactly. what you're saying. Why were they even in the movie? Okay, Spanky, your set of three questions. One of Spanky's favourites, obviously. Rename this movie. I'm going with the... Don't even bother. (laughs) The undeveloped dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever happened to the dog. All right, so the next one of my questions is, what deep philosophical debate 
arose in you during this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay, okay, do I spend too much time at the movies? Yes. And, yeah, and I think we just need to park why did they make this because that's just the whole That's not real, really philosophical, though, is it? Okay, here's my one. I've got a little bit of one. Uh, you can kind of call this a horror film. It's, you know, for the horror action, whatever. There's a ton of great horror films out there, right? Sure, that's a given. Sweet. And the thing that they do best is they know how to nail the landing. So they'll do a two-act setup, and then they'll have a satisfying end to it. It might be that everyone dies or everyone lives. They nail the ending. This film kind of fits into that mold of this and a ton of other films where for the two first two thirds of the movie, you're like, holy shit, this is actually going better than expected, blah, blah, blah. And then the, I sort of just imagine this writer has got so far into it where he's like, I've got no way of actually finishing this film. And that's why I felt like this was. Shane Black got all the way through this and was just like, how the fuck do I end this film? Oh, I'll have a, have a, um, the human show off against each other. Oh, and then I'll have the, the alien blows up the ship and comes after them. Oh, and then we'll have the alien hunts them through the jungle. Oh, and then we'll have a, a fight up in the air. Oh, and then they'll kill all of them. And oh, and then, oh, and then, and then the guy gets a suit. And, oh, shit, I'm fucking out of ideas. More cocaine, please. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of my favorite questions, and I don't think it's been asked a while. Uh, for a while in this podcast and a great film for this question as well if kanye west turned up at your house what weapon or item from this movie would you use to get rid of him i would use that throwing star you know the one that they launch off into the jungle and he says you need to catch that with your wrist or elbow whatever and the guy loses his arm that is a classic predator weapon I would definitely use that. Mm. Agreed. You know that like invisible force field that goes around the ship at the end? I would just have some kind of force field around my house or front door and just go shump and cut them in half. (laughs) And it would be like, you know, um, that scene in Breaking Bad where the the guy dies and he gets sliced in half and then he just peels away. (laughs) No, I haven't watched Breaking Bad yet, but thanks for the spoiler. spoiler. You need to sort that oh, you won't right now, see it bro. coming because you. D- I didn't mention the character's name, so True. you don't know. <laughs> True, but what a befitting end to Walter White. <laughs> I'm just joking, Spain. Okay, question number eight: Which character would have worked better as a dog? <laughs> And even an underdeveloped dog. <laughs> the entire cast. <laughs> the entire cast. I was going to say exactly the same predators thing. Predators versus dogs. dogs. And dogs versus predator dogs. Dogs on dogs. Give me all dog, all time. Doggity dog, dog, dog. Oh. Isle of dogs. Oh. Come predator. <laughs> come predator. Well, they come a predator. No, I'm just saying. It sounds I'm, like a very I'm just saying, painful ejaculation. Mate. I'm just saying, like, all predator dogs... And Can't people be. as dogs. Mm. Yeah. Yes, I love dogs. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's fantastic. By the way, we watched twenty minutes of it. And went to sleep. That was. Uh. Oh, you guys. Imagine Isle of Dogs with a Predator. That'd be cool. Well, you couldn't imagine it because you didn't even finish the fucking movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> not imagination. Sometimes things are better in your imagination. Oh, right. yes. Question number nine. Little did I know how iconic this question would become when I used it in our first ever episode. And I'm actually starting to turn the tables and for the first time ever, I actually think this actor needed to be in this movie. So I can't, I can't wait to hear your answers. How would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this movie? Actually, I really think Nicolas Cage would have done a better job as leading man. I think... (laughs) 
Thomas, I'm serious. I'm deadly serious. Last podcast, I actually, we threw the idea out there of him being the Predator, like when we did the original Me, Oh, shit, yeah. I love that idea. That would have been good. And I'm just going to point out, quite funnily, we also suggested Whoopi Goldberg as the Predator. <laughs> and in this film, oh, said, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in this film, it said Whoopi Goldberg. Like, what does the Predator look like? Imagine Whoopi Goldberg as an alien. And I thought that was pretty fucking hilarious. But I'll tell you what, I want him to play Olivia Munn's character. Because I want nothing more than to see Nicolas Cage kneeling down naked and the Predator looking at him and thinking, nah, you're too pathetic to kill. <laughs> Ruthless, Sam. <laughs> uh, question 10. What was the clunkiest part of dialogue? It started around minute zero and finished when we walked out of the movie theatre, didn't it? No. <laughs> Anything that came out of Boyd Holbrook's mouth. There you go. <laughs> Anything that came out of the lead actor's mouth was dribble. Okay, so question number 11. Uh, how many assholes were there in this movie theatre? All of us that were in the theatre were all assholes <laughs> because we paid to see a movie that we all suspected was going to be terrible, and it was. Yeah. But in saying that, there weren't many assholes in the theatre. No. No. <laughs> we did have an early session, though. Okay, so which character from this film would you pick first to be on your soccer team? The Predator. The, the predator. Hunter, Big Predator. predator. Yeah. Predator Hunter. Yeah, yeah we're both going to oh. take the Big, predator, the big um, predator Hunter. Mostly because he's like nine feet tall and <laughs> like can kick the shit out of anyone. Even if you just put him in goal, he would be in, in, intimidating. You know he's going to get red carded within like 30 seconds, eh? We'll put him in goal then, eh? <laughs> hey, I'm Still going to get red carded from there. Yeah. I'm actually going to go with Casey Brackett. Did you guys know that's what her name was? Yeah. I love your mum. Yeah. What's she going to do? Run the water out. Well, she, hey, <laughs> she, she, la- <laughs> hey, sh- she lasted the whole movie, right? And she was quite smart. She could just run around and... She's the world's fucking authority on microbiology that also knows how to shoot a rifle. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, all yeah. of that random shit that yeah. just doesn't get explained. In the, yeah. in the screenwriting world, they're called curly sues. They're what? Ba- yeah, yeah, they're basically females that can do everything for no discernible reason why. Mm. So, for instance, she, you know, is this, uh, she is, she's this biologist. She can shoot guns. She knows exactly what the predator's thinking. She can chase him <laughs> down. Well, she just, like, chases him through mm. a fucking, like, you know, research mm. area. She then jumps on the roof of a fucking bus chasing mm. after this guy. But right. she's That's unreal. Right. Georgia she- Allenbrook eats her heart out. Mm. But she also shot herself in the foot with a tranquilizer gun. Gotta have some sort of plot device for her to hang out with all the boys. Yeah, because there's no way she would have ever hung out with them. No, no, but like, manic. but like Usain Bolt couldn't fucking ca- sprint down a predator, <laughs> no. except for she can though, while carrying the useless yeah. white tranquilizer gun easily, yeah. which she then shoots herself <laughs> in the foot with. Yeah. It's like, hold on, you're just like you happen to be one of the most athletically talented people in the world who shoots himself in the foot. Okay, so question number 13. How long would you two survive in this movie's world? One of our old staples. I would have got killed in that first lab. Yes, you would have. Yes, correct. I would have been one of those white lab coats in the corner or just with a clipboard and I would have just got wasted. Yeah. Nah, I reckon I get killed in a weird and wonderful way at the end. The more crazy the person, the longer that they seem to last in this film. So, so would you jump into the jet engine of a alien spacecraft, or would you be skewered on a tree? Uh, <laughs> I know you're 
Spanky wouldn't be anywhere near this shit. That guy would be fucking hightailing it the first second. <laughs> shit, dude, <laughs> Uh, I reckon I'd just randomly get sucked into the engine. I don't think I'd jump. He'd be the dude that <laughs> shot off the fucking um, the ninja star that came back and took the guy's <laughs> arm off. That would be spanky. Yeah. Except for would catch me square in the crotch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd bleed out. Do you want me to shoot you in the head if that happens? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, just now? let me bleed out. <laughs> just let me bleed out. Okay, so uh, the film left a bit of room, a bit of scope, perhaps, for a sequel. Oh, yeah, can't wait. All right, so <laughs> give a tagline for this supposed sequel. Who let the CGI dogs out? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. The Predator Hunter. <laughs> Who let the CGI yeah, dogs out? I, I can't top that. Well done, Stace. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just gone off, here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So obviously everyone really looking forward to the sequel, which is unsurprising (laughs) given the awesome ratings it's got so far. Make up an online dating profile name for one of the characters in this film. Now, as you don't know many of the characters, (laughs) it's going to be a little difficult, uh, but good luck with that. What about Pincher Lynch? <laughs> Alfie Allen's character was named Lynch. That's, mm. uh, that's not bad. Uh, Olivia Munn's character's name was Casey Brackett. So I'm going to go with Crazy Brackett, Chill Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> or Brackett All Jacket. There we go. Brackett All Jacket. <laughs> um, is there anything else? I'm going to have to tap Pussy out. Sniper 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> right. Okay. So last one of my questions is, which band or artist should have done the soundtrack for this movie? I'm going to go with Incubus because Incubus is mostly all right on the albums, but quite a lot of shit as well. I actually think any soundtrack would have been better than none. I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't hear any music in this film. I actually watched the trailer when we got home and there was music in it and i was like oh it's interesting it's like way more interesting and exciting just with that little bit of music in it there wasn't even, even a score was. was there no i don't i don't remember all i remember is the doof 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 of his footsteps that's the only if in shooting that's the only soundtrack if you're gonna do a predator movie maybe get another predator one of r kelly <laughs> <laughs> yep yep yeah, I, yeah, that's right. You know what? You know go. what would have made this really fun though is Lady Gaga. It would, Lady Gaga makes everything fun, by the way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yep, that's my answer. Final Speaking answer. Of which, Lady Gaga is in an upcoming film with Bradley Cooper. Called we are not going to watch it. Thank God, because that movie looks like fucking terrible. Okay, so there were some great one-liners, and I think this was, was it. Hey, yeah, no, there were actually because I heard you guys laugh out loud a couple of times, and um, I think they were trying to replicate the um, humor from the first movie. Yep. So, what was the funniest part of this movie? Oh, easy. When people in lab coats, like maybe like three, like middle aged white lab coat guys, try to hold down a predator. Hold him down! With their hands. Okay, okay, he's gonna bust out of the stainless steel restraints. We better hold him down with our hands. This could be an engineer thing, could totally be an engineer thing, but your hands are not as strong as stainless steel chains, just by the way. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got two. Keegan Michael K gave some hilarious jokes on the bus about yeah. what's the difference between five black men or whatever it was. <laughs> but my other favourite funniest part was when uh, little Jacob Tremblay was out uh, trick-or-treating, roaming around the hood sort of thing, and he had his mask on. And then that random dude came out and just threw a fucking apple at him or something. And it just bounced off the helmet. And helmet went into automatic mode and just demoed that dude's house. (laughs) (laughs) That's the biggest overreaction from a helmet I've ever seen in my entire life. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's at the point where I thought, oh, this movie could be going somewhere. Yeah, same. I was like, this is smart. What's going to happen now? What else is the helmet going to do? Oh, nothing. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the most undeveloped character, the helmet. (laughs) Either the dog, CGI dog, or the helmet. We're moving past sentient beings into helmets. His undeveloped character was a helmet. Okay, so has this movie changed your opinion on anything? Yes, on Shane Black. I loved me some Shane Black, but I didn't love this film. I don't know if it's changed my opinion or it's galvanized my opinion and the fact that they don't really know how to do action films anymore. They can't just do gratuitous violence without a joke, without some semblance of story. They can't just put like a, a, a behemoth of a leading man in there and have him carry... The whole shit. Like, action could be a dying genre. Picking up what you're putting down, it did do two very marvel things and that it was trying to sort of force jokes in there that weren't really needed and it was also trying to universe build. So rather than just mm. ending the film, we get him getting treated to a Predator-style Iron Man suit. It was ridiculous. Everything's <laughs> got to be superhero. It's not action anymore. It's yeah. not good enough just to be able to kill people and leave it at that. So. <laughs> Maybe like John Wick, notwithstanding. Mad Max, Fury Road. I think maybe we need to revisit that movie yes. since we're on this reboot. I would love Fury Road. Fury. Shall we do Fury Road? Yeah, Fuck, I'd love we, we to. Let's love to. Love to do, do Fury, Fury Road. <laughs> Charlie's there on Tom Hardy. Now there's some fucking actors. We've got two questions yeah. left. Let's just fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to do Fury Road? Should be the last question. Okay, so. Uh, welcome hey. to Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. This week's movie is uh, Mad Max Fury Road. You guys know the plot. You guys know who Stacey Spinky are. Scores out 10,000 uh, 10, around. Sweet. Okay. Com- uh, compliment sandwich. One for good, one for bad, one for good. About uh, Fury Road. How's Stacey go? Charlie's Theron. I'm bad sorry. thing. Not enough. Charlie's Theron. Charlie's Theron. Yeah, Charlie's Theron. <laughs> good thing. Tom Hardy. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Yep, same. I agree. Yep. <laughs> Okay, guys, we can do it. Two more questions. Okay. Question 19. What aspect of this movie did you find similar to your own life? Definitely the alien invasion. Does that happen to you frequently? Yeah, just when you think one alien's chasing you, a bigger alien shows up, fucks him up, and makes your life infinitely more harder. That sums up my life to a T. (laughs) Okay. Basically, the forced comedy. My life is like... (laughs) Just like you try and force comedy into your life, is that what you I, 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 I make stupid jokes about serious things at the most inappropriate times, and that is exactly what this movie does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the question number 20 from the original Ghostbusters podcast was What sex scene are we disappointed not to get? 
I think we all are going Kevin. To... <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck From is Ghostbusters? Oh, oh yeah. And what's the alien sex predator one? Yeah, that, that's what oh. we're saying. I was about to say. I think we're universally going to agree that we're gutted not to get predator on predator action. Yeah. Yep, so totally. we're just going to forego that question. What we're going to do is we're going to throw it out to the listener question. So we're going to skip that one and go straight to our listener question, which is well, there's a lot of films that are getting rebooted, remade, reimagined, blah 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 blah. But typically, it's uh, sort of films like this where they're classic films that really don't need to be touched. You know, Ghostbusters need to be touched. This didn't need to be touched. Total Recall didn't need to be touched. Point Break didn't need to be retouched. But they've just gone back and done them. Robocop didn't need to be touched. I could go for fucking hours. So instead, I flipped that question and I actually asked our listeners... What film would you actually like to see get remade? Maybe they missed the mark. Maybe they didn't hit it as hard as they uh, probably should have done. So what we're going to do is we are going to go through their answers before we give ours. So here we go. Coming up first, the IMDb Journey podcast, which means Stacey were recent guests on. Yes, that was exciting. Thanks for having us, guys. Holy shit, we had a good time. And holy shit, their podcast is awesome awesome it is a lot of fun and we're very uh it was the first one that me and you actually guested on one together Mm. that's quite cool anyway they threw at us super mario brothers if you guys haven't seen (laughs) the film from the early 90s it's like taking a power drill to your forehead (laughs) while being repetitively kicked in the nuts by an angry mule It is not a lot of fun. Yes, maybe a remake would be good, but isn't it just better as a game? I think that's what most (laughs) of As they pointed out, because let's face it, they couldn't make it any worse than the original. True. Next up is the Real Feels podcast. They threw a couple of honourable mentions at us, which I'll go into first, which was Eragon and Avatar The Last Airbender. Agree, Avatar The Last Airbender, because that was like M. Night Shyamalan, wasn't yes, it? The M. worst, the worst, and, and, like, and the cartoon's great, so 100% agree, that's a fucking awesome one to reboot. But the pick was Green Lantern. They'd like to see this remade with Idris Elba as Jon Stewart, is the smart way to go about this. Ryan Reynolds wasn't a good choice and the script was weak. Now, Mark Strong as Sinestro was spot on. So completely agree with that. Yeah, no, Green Lantern's another good one because he's an actual awesome DC character, but DCEU is so fucked anyway that you can't help but think they'll fuck it up. Epic Film Guys, another great podcast you guys go check out. Uh, me and Nick from the Epic Film Guys actually recently battled on a fantasy movie draft of action movies from the 2000s. So he said, still waiting on a decent Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> True. Everybody True. is. That's yes. right. Who doesn't want to see the Silver Surfer actually kicking ass? Galactus, uh, like properly fucking Galactus, not a cloud in the sky coming for Earth or whatever the hell he was. Yeah, and Reed Richards actually kicking ass because he's like mega in the Marvel Universe, but yeah. smarter than Tony Stark. Good choice. Movies with the Misses, The Dark Tower. Very cool concept and characters with two studs as the lead, but it still fell apart. Not horrible. But it could have been something special. Completely agree. The Dark Tower novels are flipping awesome. The more good of than podcast, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Old Man Indy? Tick. Brought Marion back? Tick. Setting in South America? Tick. Timely use of Russians as the bad guys? Tick. Fix everything else. Wow, that's very specific pitch there, isn't it? I love it. Moving on to the next one, Victims and Villains. Warcraft. Honestly, could have been a great movie, but it was so clustered. Video game curse. Another news, glad to know we're not the only ones covering Predator. No, you guys aren't. We kind of have. Yeah, yeah, we've covered it. (laughs) Something. Covered it. Excrement. But that's a great answer. I would have loved to have seen a decent Warcraft film. Moves us on to Tara Maholic. 
She said, work with me here, Wonder Woman, but not present day reboot. You need to go back in time. We need to cast Lucy Lawless in her Amazonian Prime as the iconic Wonder Woman and have Disney own it so it's actually great. Mic drop. Wow. <laughs> Tara. <laughs> Moving on to Gillian Ashton. She threw up the Rocketeer. I don't need to say anything else. And she then included a photo of Sebastian Stan, who she's got a mad crush on. But uh, yeah, she also said Age of Ontron sucked a big one and the Bruce Nat relationship should never have happened. I agree. I would have loved a decent second Avengers outing. Uh, throwing it over to good friend Paul from the Countdown Podcast. He said the War of the Worlds. I thought it was a great PG-13 sci-fi thriller and then I went and let the sun lived in the most cheap and shithouse way and it ruined the whole thing. I blame Spielberg for not having the balls to follow through on the death. Yeah, it needs to be Tim Burton or something. You know, it needs to be like really weird. <laughs> War, of War, War of the Worlds yeah. is fucking weird, man. It is, it is a weird. It's supposed to be weird. It's supposed to be like out there and Spielberg is just as vanilla as it comes. Well, you really want to like a 90s Tim Burton, not a present day Tim Burton. No, that, yeah. Don't Basically a pre-planet of the fucking averages. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is The Save Room. Constantine could use it on a feature link. For go, the TV series got real close to the comic Constantine, but died before its time. Really wish they'd let Guillermo del Toro film his Justice League Dark idea. Would have been a fun expansion into DC's weirder catalogue. Absolutely love that. That's a really good answer. Uh, the box office refund said Ghost in the Shell. So much potential and I was so pumped to see it. But from casting to dialogue to plot, it all missed the mark. Now I sort of went back and said, I agree, but not wholeheartedly. As someone who fell asleep in the cinema twice during one session and missed 15 minutes of it each time, I don't know if I can adequately states that it was a complete misfire. Stacey, you remember watching the entire film. No, you've got a blank look on your face. Of No, I liked that movie. I actually quite liked that, so I, I don't really know why it needs to be redone. The box office, boys. Eragon for sure. It's got such great source material for adaptation. Unfortunately, the movie didn't capture the spirit of the first novel. I'd love to see another go at it. Not that familiar of the novel. Not that really that familiar of the film. We'll take you guys' word for it. And that moves us on to Nguyen Lee. He threw out there The Last Witch Hunter. This was a Vin Diesel movie in which he was cursed of immortality and hunted down witches. Take Vin Diesel out of that, put someone in that's decent, you've probably got a good film. And then that moves us on to, finally, Joanne. Joanne threw at us The Snowman. The Snowman being a complete misfire based on the Joe Nesbo novel starring uh, good old Fassbender. It was horrible. Wow, okay, that sounds great. I've Here's never I've never heard of the original, so obviously it needs to be remade. And then uh, there's uh, Jackson also chipped in and also said the la- Avatar The Last Airbender. Been over that. Yep. You mentioned what a complete piece of shit is of a movie. Completely agree. Let's get reimagining ASAP. And then finally, a podcast about something. One of the more controversial calls, Harry Potter. All of them. But a Netflix series. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Why? Didn't expect that because I'm not a Harry Potter fan. Never really watched the films or anything. Most accounts, everyone bloody loves them. So that's a controversial call. Yeah, but it's the same sort of deal with the way that I really love The Lord of the Rings. But the movies are like, meh. You know, like there's probably a lot more source material there that you can work with. And that um, 10 hours Netflix series per book could probably deal to. So, you know, if you're into that shit, I'm... Definitely saying fair enough. I definitely get that angle of you're right. The, those novels and books that have so much content, you can't squeeze it into a movie. And um, finally, we're going to finish on our good friends, the Contrarians. They also brought up the Dark Tower. As the Contrarian said, if you've read the Dark Tower series, then you know that it's that saying the movie missed the mark is an understatement. Let's get a redo. Completely agree for the reasons that we've already discussed. A band, what a way to finish. Takes us into our ones. 
what about you guys? What film would you like to see remade? You know what I want to see remade and rewritten and reshot and re-everything is Suicide Squad. <laughs> that could have been potentially fun and interesting and a really good launch pad for DC, but it just was totally shit. <laughs> But maybe people don't feel yes. feel like giving them another chance. I don't know. Completely agree. But you definitely won't get those internet trolls going, you've destroyed my childhood if you remake this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you might still. You never know what the internet's like. What about you, Spanky? What would you like to see? Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Just doesn't do it for me in terms of the books and love them so much that even though the movies are good, I think that it could be great. The whole book to movie thing is so problematic. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They almost shouldn't really do it, you know, in some ways. But as a Kiwi, Peter Jackson plus the New Zealand landscape, I should mm. be like, oh, oh my God, it's so fantastic. But I'm just like, as a J.R.R. Tolkien fan, reshoot that shit. I'm going to go with the Will Smith film. This actually came up as a result of the conversation I had with Paul over this because Paul mentioned uh, – War of the Worlds and how it sort of shat the bed and had a really good chance to end that. I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go with I Am Legend, the Will Smith film that came out roughly 10 years ago. Because I Am Legend actually shot an amazing ending, but it never used it. Similar to the original novel, the I Am Legend ending is that you discover that he's actually the bad guy. That people have evolved into the nightmarish vampire-style beings that they are, that are living in the city. And that he's actually the one going around hunting them and they are only retaliating on him because he's abducting, you know, the members of their community and all that sort of stuff and doing experiments on them and thinking that he's saving them when really he's actually the bad guy. And they shot that and they dis- he discovers that he's the bad guy and they call him the villain and all this other stuff. And he ends up killing himself and then these people are free. Now that ending would be, well, that movie would be a movie that we're still talking about today. People are sometimes allergic to dark stuff when sometimes it's needed. Yeah, exactly. For, to have an what impact. movie again? Just so that I'm sure about what we're talking about, because it's that not memorable. But <laughs> I reckon I would have remembered it I, with it a just, better ending. Yeah, yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. And you're right, Stacey. It's like Usual Suspects and um, fucking like uh, Six Sense and stuff like that. Those are the movies you remember. The movies actually had really impactful endings. Anywho, that takes us down to the end of the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and thank you, everyone, for your answers and feedback. That's been really awesome, and I just want to thank these guys for joining me on a rehash of a reboot, 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 of a reimagining of a reboot, of a retelling of a reimagining of a rehash of a reboot. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, so if you like the podcast and want to get behind us and help support us, you can go along to patreon.com forward slash MRITQS. You can throw a dollar at us or you can throw five bucks at us and get your question put in permanent rotation. If you want to find us on the interwebs, you can find us on facebook.com forward slash movie reviews and Twitter queues. You can find us on Twitter at movie reviews in and you can send us an email for any suggestions, films or whatever that you want to toss at us at MRITQS. Anyway, that's thanks for me. Thanks. Good night. Thanks. like the stripper voice. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together now for the lovely scarlet beauty that is Stacey. <laughs> I didn't know this. <laughs> I got introduced. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wait until the nose. Get your tips out. Stacey. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> right, definitely a waste of seventeen dollars. I'm glad we all got ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And the highlight of your film is getting ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>